Hey guys, Dane here from Start Here FM and Dane.io, and today coming at you with a quick video on LinkedIn for developers. So LinkedIn in 2017 is very different than it was in 2016 or 2015 or 2014. Heck, when I got into it in 2013, 2012, it was actually the most valuable thing that I used to, to sort of grow my career. I don't believe LinkedIn currently is as valuable as it was in 2012. I'll, I'll say that up front. I don't believe LinkedIn is as valuable today as it was then because the platform has become so saturated with, with developers and recruiters, it's a different kind of game. One thing that I've learned is that if you are able to spot trends and jump on trends, it impacts the way that you're able to level up in your career because I saw that LinkedIn was a trend before everybody else did. So I was able to leverage the few people on LinkedIn to really grow my career, right? So for you, you know, that's something sort of tangential to this video that you want to kind of be thinking about frequently. What is something that is a trend that I could use uh, to grow my career? So for this video though, LinkedIn, how can you use LinkedIn in 2017? How can you really utilize it if it's not um, so helpful or, or whatever I'm, I'm saying here? Well, so there is still a way to use LinkedIn, I, I will say. So the way I would use LinkedIn if I were you and I was just starting and I was a developer and I wanted to kind of maybe get a, 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 a job above what I have now or get my first job, what I would do is I would make a basic LinkedIn profile. You can um, then in the description area at the there at the top, there's like a little paragraph where you can enter a description. In that area, I would put uh, a pretty awesome three paragraphs about yourself. Think of it like a cover letter, like for an employer or college or university or grant proposal. But instead, think of it like a cover letter for yourself for your experiences, for your life, like for your desires, right? Just make it a little formal style cover letter right there, three paragraphs. Then in the experience section, I know a lot of you probably don't have a ton of experience, so you don't have anything to put there. Um, so what I want you to do is go ahead and put your name and then put freelancing. So like your name, you're a freelancer, freelance, and then Make it so that you're a freelance blank at your name. So if you want to be a front-end developer and you're not yet, in that in the experience section, put freelance front-end developer at your name. Um, go ahead and do that. Put that there. You can also put that on Twitter and put that on Facebook. And the, I'm not going to get into Twitter and Facebook. I will touch on those topics because I love Twitter. Um, but for LinkedIn, it's really important to, to make sure that you put some kind of experience, even if it's not super accurate. So what you're going to do is in this area where you put uh, freelance front-end developer at uh, your name, that's it. What you can do is if, if you currently don't have any clients and you're not a freelancer, then that would feel a little bit strange to put on there. So what I what I want you to do is if you put that on your LinkedIn, you have to resolve to get a client in the next like 20 days, in the next 10 days, in the next 30 days, because otherwise you'll have to delete that off LinkedIn, right? So use it as a little motivator for yourself to find more clients. 
um, or to get your first client or to get over that hurdle and really get out there. Um, then what you can do on LinkedIn is in the, pro there's a section for projects. What you can do is I have other videos where I go into how you should do projects as a developer and like how you should approach that. Um, but on LinkedIn, I basically want you to put the portfolio items on your website. And again, if you're a total beginner, the portfolio includes tutorials, like tutorials that show you how to build little web apps and stuff like that. Build those, deploy them, and I think I talk about that on my podcast a lot, so I don't necessarily need to go into it here, but build those little web apps and those tutorials, deploy them, they'll, t they'll teach you how, then simply put those on your website with little screenshots and links and stuff, put them in your portfolio page on your website, and also put them in this LinkedIn projects section for freelancer at your name, right? So this is a great first first strategy. This is a great first approach to LinkedIn. Um, there's a lot more depth that you can do on LinkedIn as far as like joining groups. Um, groups used to be way more effective back in the day. It's not as effective now. Um, but there are other things you can do as well. Like make sure that your head headline, the headline is also a freelance blank developer at your name. And the reason that we are continuing to try to, to get you to be in the mindset of a freelancer is because when you get your first job as a web developer, it's much easier to do, I've found, coming from a freelance type position. So a freelancer works with a bunch of different clients and I encourage, if you join my coaching program, I encourage all my students uh, to basically become freelancers. And it's not that hard. It's not like a crazy life decision or anything like that. I'm literally just talking about a, f a web build a website for friends and family. You're a freelancer. Welcome to the freelancing world, right? Then build a $300 website for a stranger. I mean, it's not that hard. It doesn't have to be that big of a deal. Um, if you only know front end, you can just freelance HTML and CSS. You could build, you know, HTML and CSS landing pages for people. It, you know, it doesn't have to be a big deal. But the point is you need to get into that transactional nature and freelancing is a great way to do it. So make sure your LinkedIn now reflects this freelancing that you're doing, even if it's just sites for friends and family. You know, again, make sure your LinkedIn reflects that you're a freelancer. Um, and so how does, I mentioned that this helps you a little bit when you go to get your job. So the way that freelancing helps is if you're a successful freelancer or you're not a successful freelancer, it doesn't matter because the skills that you acquire in the process of freelancing are applicable to any job. And every hiring manager recognizes that. So if you come into a hiring manager interview and you're like, oh, I'm a freelancer, you know, I work with all these different clients, um, you know, all these different stakeholders and stuff like that, whatever it is, you're at a different psychological position in the interview than somebody who's not that because freelancing has such a great set package of skills that it builds into you and every hiring manager is aware of this. Um, you know, I'm a hiring manager and I'm aware of it or I used to be a hiring manager and I was aware of it then even when I was younger, right? So it's not like um, only certain people would recognize this. It's pretty widely recognized. You know, if you're a successful freelancer, and successful meaning 
your portfolio page has a bunch of stuff on it, right? I mean, we can keep this kind of nebulous. You don't have to be um, so specific, right? When you go to get your first job, especially as a developer, you don't have to be so specific. I see people like, oh, I don't have a JavaScript web app or something like that, or I'm not freelancing. I, I freelanced and built a WordPress site for my mom and she paid me $200. And then I did that with 10 other people, but it was WordPress. And so now you're telling me I can go and apply for this front-end developer job, even though I didn't freelance for a job? This is way too specific. You're being, you're creating rules in your own brain that are disallowing you from going to achieve that goal. So stop being so specific. You're a freelancer. Doesn't matter if you build WordPress sites for your mom or WordPress site, blah, blah, blah who cares? right? You're a freelancer. That's how you, do you want the job or not? <laughs> it's how you think of yourself before you walk into the job interview that matters most. So continue thinking the way I just, you know, exhibited if you don't want to get that job, because that's a surefire way to never get a job is, or to never level up in your career is to be like, oh, I don't have this or that little thing. Way too specific. Nobody cares. The only thing that matters is that the gist, the general gist of whatever it is aligns with the goal that you're trying to achieve, right? So if you're a front-end developer and your website, the gist of it, you have blog articles that talk about front-end. Um, your portfolio page has like a JavaScript web app from a tutorial. Um, even though your portfolio, portfolio is filled with like 13 WordPress sites that you built for people that didn't have anything to do with JavaScript. The gist is that, okay, this person's a freelancer and they've, you know, I, I can see the blog posts on JavaScript. So I, they're a front end developer slash freelancer, right? The gist, it's all about the gist guys. So make sure your website really shows that gist um, is in alignment with the goals that you want. And I'm going to end the video here. We're already at 10 minutes. So hopefully this helped a little bit. And let me know if you have any questions in the comments below. Happy to answer. Thanks, guys.